It's a podcast. Which podcast is it? This is Lordum. Welcome, audience, where we build the world before your beautiful ears. Their ears have gotten so beautiful. Yeah, I'm trying to make our listeners feel confident about their ears. That's my one goal with Lordum. I like it. That's the also better... the world building stuff, but mostly the air positivity. Ear positivity. We are an mm-hmm. ear positive podcast, my friends. Don't ever yes. forget it. Or Sean will come to your house and <laughs> yell in your ears. No, I would never do anything to your ears. I might break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Hey, we're doing things today, Sean, on the on the podcast, right? What are what are, are we just gonna sit here? I I was honestly just gonna sit here. You sprung this whole podcast idea on me because i'd forgotten we do it but you said that you had a crazy idea and you needed to record right now oh yeah this is tell me this is a surprise it's so cockamamie and out there it's gonna blow your mind hold on to your butts ladies and gentlemen he's about to say it it's such it this is so obscure seriously are you ready yes okay is your butt held always good we are going to in our D homebrew world oh build a kingdom dang it i lost my butt <laughs> where'd it go i wasn't holding on tight enough it just fell right off the that, dang thing that's how exciting and new this topic damn is. it the most original this, that's how you know it's a good topic that's what i gotta say we we have like we have a lot of like major nations and like and or cities but we don't have like kind of cool little starter nations that they might get involved with you know what i mean i want to we have precisely maybe five cities max yeah we have two continents yeah the tiefling one on a different one different three continents we have three we have three continents yeah but no kingdoms have been established except for the elves yeah well, and, and like the weird, like, the dwarves accountancy thing that is the continent that is dwarves ruling over a series of independent kingdoms in a weird fiscal way on the other continent. But yeah, we have no real like and we've developed some political structures for like humans in like isolated kind of island nations and things like that. And the orcs, but no real, yeah. real. Here's a nation where a bunch of different races live. And it's not like, you know, this whole racial specific thing. It's just like a region where it would be common to see a lot of races together. Gotcha. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Because then those are always an easy starting place for players and DMs. Right. They can just hop on the train there and then take it to all the different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to, obviously, but you know what I mean. Okay. All right. Well, anthropologist, tell me this. Where do we start with the kingdom? Where where does it start? Where is its its first starting point? I mean, there conceptualized? Are, there are so many ways you could do this, I guess, but I kind Give of Give me one. <laughs> I kind of I kind of just want to pick an aesthetic and then go from there. You know what I mean? Okay. Like cool. is it a chivalric Franco-style knight monarchy? Is it a like, where do they sit technologically? You know, that sort of thing. Because you can play okay. with themes when you do that. That's what, that's what I might do. What, what might you do if you were doing it? 
Um, if I was going to do it, I usually start with why are they fucked up? What's fucked up about this place? Yours why are they, is, why are they fucking weird? That's better. Let's do yours then. No, but I like yours too. Let's do both. I'd say it's better. Okay, let's, let's do, both. do both. Let's mix them together. Okay, what if they're fucked up because it's a vampire count ship? Yes, okay. And so that is strong. also our aesthetic. We've got a it's gothic Barovia. style. Yeah, we've got Barovia. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we Welcome don't need vampires, but there's logic, Craven right? Loft. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the land of cereal. We don't have to do vampires, but we could do something like that, right? Like maybe we pick a trope that has an aesthetic with it that is a fucked up thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I would really like the idea of like, I don't know why this always makes me really happy. Like completely overt vampire themes, but there's not a single vampire anywhere within a thousand miles of this place. Best idea. I mean, you've had a lot of good ideas. This may be your best one. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Like we're doing a gothic morose depressive yes like fog riddled like yeah like barovia-esque no vampires but completely devoid of vampires i love this of any kind yes this is good and there's like fake vampire bars that they all have yeah or like a fake fake vampire like was it cabaret or something where they all go and like bite on people's necks but it's like pretend like cosplay do you so are they this whole vampire thing is done ironically or is it done ironically it's ironic because we could also do they have never heard of a vampire before and they're really confused why everybody always always come in there talking about vampire Ooh, that's good i like that one they're just dreary and sad all the time they're just dreary miserable people hey you guys you guys have any problem with vampires like what the fuck's wrong what what is that you guys are weird (laughs) what's your deal like i hate you guys why do you guys have do you oh my god you have garlic hanging outside of your house is that vampires no this is just how we cure I it, what it the, this what morning the, it's, it's drying you fucking idiot are you crazy psycho <laughs> get out of here <laughs> it's just like a really <laughs> depressive place yeah i like that why is it depressed because they haven't been able to watch the vampire diaries because they don't know what a vampire is, so clearly they don't have that. Or a television. He, well, we we haven't discussed that in the world. Is there TV? Probably not. So yeah, there's no vampire diaries, and everyone's real sad about it. Or we could do something else. I'm stuck on TVs in this world. Uh, they don't exist. We just okay. mentioned. Okay, okay, Weren't fine. You for that? Okay, good, good, so good. So they're good. sad. No fine. Because. All of the birds work for the bourgeoisie. Okay. Tell I'm just more. resorting to memes at this point. And you're just you're just saying memes. I'm I found it on TikTok. <laughs> um, bur. Uh, God, that immediately I go to ravens, which is again Barovia. Yeah, we should. This is this is a spiral. <laughs> we gotta get away from these birds. We got these these birds are dangerous. All right, all right, back up. Let's take two steps back. Uh huh. Two steps back. It's foggy. It's dreary. It's rainy. What if they kind of fucking love it? What yeah. if it's a dreary atmosphere with happy people? Okay. They love it there. It's always rainy. It's always cold and dark. But the people there are always friendly and happy. And it gives off this really discordant, creepy atmosphere. Okay. So so they're very much like um, 
we love our lives like they don't really have resource problems like that sort of thing yeah if you're like oh yeah it's really rainy and dreary it's like yeah the crops are always watered things are looking up yeah we never have a drought i really like the cold <laughs> yeah oh the I, wolves? Bur- I sunburn easily <laughs> there's yeah there's an amazing like pelt industry here because the wolves so many wolves mm-hmm. wolves all the time sometimes they just walk down the street yeah love it i like that so, so they're really content here yes not only content but happy happy okay why would they want to live anywhere else yeah I, we don't need to move nobody leaves nobody leaves Corovia. <laughs> so we've got these dreary morose people Mm-hmm. What, what makes the weather so miserable in this place the weather that they love excuse me they're not dreary remote they're very happy people the water cycle the water cycle now yeah you're right that's too mundane um what if hmm what if there was a curse put on the kingdom okay but what the person who put the curse on the kingdom didn't foresee is how much people would just get over it and be okay with it. And adapt to it and grow to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, actually, this is, this is great. Why would I want to move anywhere else? So the curse kind of backfired. I love it. <laughs> this person cursed the kingdom and, and they came away, like, completely failing in their end goal. That's brilliant. Yeah. And this was like hundreds the, of years ago. So many generations have grown up with this. now. Yes. It's like a very commonly known thing about the area. It's usually cold and dreary and very dark. And the architecture is very gothic to match. Mm-hmm. And there's like this, this history of a problem with an entity. Probably people don't even know that it's cursed. Yeah. They're like, huh? they, this is a blessing. I love this place. Thank you, curse bringer. <laughs> <laughs> So now we have to discuss the problems. What's life here like? What's this history with this figure? What's the structure of government like? Because I know that's your shit. That's your jam, dude. That's true. I mean, so we know the people are content. We know that they're like well resourced in this kingdom mm-hmm. of ours. This farmers wet, have plenty of rain. Wet, rainy kingdom. Uh, lots of like lumber and things like that. And oh, lots yeah. Of stone quarries and slate and things like that for architecture. They don't, they don't want for resources. There. Yeah, no one for resources. Big rivers, probably, that are pretty good for mm-hmm. trade and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, inland. I think it's not coastal, right? Like it's. It doesn't have to be coastal. It would be kind of swampy. Yeah. Yeah, swampy. But... Maybe like maybe like a more kind of Moorish swamp, like up yes. in. Maybe like there's a big mountain range that kind of cuts in a couple directions and this nation its natural borders are those mountain ranges and in between it is this maori swamp i like that yeah, the rivers running down from the mountains the wetlands elsewhere. the wetlands Ooh, i love it <laughs> it's very atmospheric so we've got gothic wetlands yes happy gothic wetlands oh man now i'm thinking like deep swamp louisiana in the winter when it kind of gets a little chilly rainy all the time yeah but yeah. all always yeah there is no summer here. It's perfect. Yeah, all the time because it's close. Yeah. yeah, it's close to the mountains and just the way it's England. It's it is England. We've made England. 
pip pip cheerio, governor. What? Oh, that's you, the six of Nar. Oh, me. So, okay. So, so problems. I mean, there is this curse being that you've created that's amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you. Are people jealous of how... Are there other nations that are jealous of how happy they are? I don't think there's people that are jealous. I think there's people that are concerned that something nefarious is afoot. So they're all, like, cautious about this place. Like, everyone over there is really fucking weird and happy all the time, even though it's rainy and sad and cold. Yeah. They're bizarre. So there's, like, a... There's, like, almost a, like... It's not quite a border lockdown, but, like, their neighboring kingdom... Can their neighboring kingdom be, like, the pristine, perfect, whitestone, chivalric... It's like a, Di- a Disney a kingdom, A Disney yeah. kingdom. And they, like, yeah. have very strong border fortifications, because they're, like, this... The wetlands is a weird, gross kingdom. Yeah. And they don't do a lot of trade. Or yeah. they would have to do trade, because there's so many resources over there. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> they're, like, they're just so, so bizarre. I hate it. Yeah. But they've got all the good stuff. We need their farming and their timber and their iron ore. Yeah. Their agriculture and their, their mining unmatched. Unparalleled. In the yeah. Okay, I like that. So there's some conflict there. And maybe like the maybe the like Disney Kingdom is kind uh-huh. of a bit of the like morally great bad guy where they like they're eyeing the resources there and maybe mm-hmm. they're creating a vampire scare in this country that has no vampires in order to liberate it and take control of the resources there's propaganda yeah that the their neighbor um didney no we'll get sued um what's the place called from uh tangled oh crap where was she from it was like corona or something yeah corona we, Which is uh, yeah, that's a little <laughs> Arendale is the one from Frozen. We could call it like Barrendale, Carendale, Carendale. All the Karens in the world. Yeah, live all there. the Karens in the world live in Carendale. Corona, is that what it's called? I like Corona. Corona is a good name. Yeah, we'll so name it Corona. The Kingdom yeah, of from Corona. Disney. And they're they're like. They're like super on the surface, like everybody's also like pretty content and happy and like yeah. the crown's very powerful and everything's nice, but they want the wetlands. And so they're making the wetlands into this, oh, all these horrors live in the wetlands and the people are oppressed and the people are like, no, we like it here, man. Yeah. And they blame all their like shortcomings and wrongdoings on something going on over there. Like, oh, some evil thing came over. And killed someone or Corona poisoning has, our land. Yeah, they have like a hag problem and they're like, yeah, all the hags coming across the border from the wetlands. And yeah, it's just that they have hags in Corona. Like the king made a deal with one for a kingdom and now they're all like, hey, what? Yeah, pay up. Yeah. We need money. He's like, oh, they're sending those hags to kill me. Why would this happen? Oh, be angry, citizens. Get your torches. I love this. We've got two kingdoms. Corona's pretty like cliched same old yeah but we, that's a conflict for us to deal with and then and then let's go back to the entity tell me more about your what cursed this land um it was uh hmm well i don't know it was someone who had a problem with the people there mm-hmm. or at least the ruler mm-hmm. so what if 
<laughs> what if it was a vampire? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> like there was this like very ancient old vampire who could still exist or be sleeping somewhere. Yeah. But he used to run this place and he cursed the land to be sort of like his aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And then he was put away. He was gotten rid of. So, so the land just continued to be cursed, but people were like, yeah, this isn't so bad. Yeah, it's actually I pretty nice. Like so this yeah. vampire terraformed this region, and somewhere high in the mountains there is this old, decaying vampire keep. And, yes. And that's where this ancient vampire slumbers, which is why the curse persists. But everyone's like, nah, this is, this is good. We like it here. We're happy. Yeah. Vampire's not really a problem. He's gone. No, I, I still think they don't know about vampires. Like, okay. this is like... A long time ago. Mm. The current ruler might not even know why it's happening. Yeah. But it's just some effect that lingers from his time in this land. From that vampire curse. And, and then, then if he you really want to do vampires, you wake up the vampire and something exactly. starts happening. If you, wanted, if you want to put Barovia in your world, it's a good way to like throw it in there real quick. Like the vampire comes back and, and there's all this weird shit happening. The wetlands get surrounded with fog completely and Corona's like, what the shit? Yeah. And then no one in in the place can leave. Oh, strong. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I like the idea that this place, the vampire was dealt with in quotation marks. I'm using quotations audience. Uh, and sort of like put in stasis, but like deep beneath the town. Mm, the catacombs. Because they didn't know how to kill him. They just like, you know, put a stake in his heart. That yes. kind of puts them in the high state stasis or hibernation or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and the town just became sort of deserted because everyone left it after the vampire was done with. Yeah. And then over time, it just became like this ghost town. And then one day someone was like, I'm going to make something at this place. Yeah. My, there's houses <laughs> here. Exactly. Gothic houses. They can tear some of this down, fix up what's left, and then, you know, make a little town. And then they started building this whole <laughs> kingdom from this one little... So this is all a card in the basement. Pretty much. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a win. Okay. But but less good, a la card, because a la card's a... Yeah. I'm I'm taking word for it. Okay, cool. Okay. So we've got this going on. Um I love a la carte's it. like a buffet, right? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. They I have a sure base they have a basement buffet vampire. Yeah, every Sunday it's... Uh, Buffet the Vampire. <laughs> Good God. We're, we're continuing on. Next topic. I don't He's, know what... You're so fucking happy with yourself. I've never seen a bigger smile on your face. Oh, wow. This is... Audience, I've cut out about five minutes of that. <laughs> Okay, okay, we're good. I'm back. <laughs> there he is. All right. Hey, going on, moving on. Buffet. No, don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. And we're back after another five minutes of laughing. So, so. we've got our uh, old country Buffy. We've got. Stop our... it. <laughs> We've got our our vampire problem. We've got our uh, enemy town nearby. Uh -huh. What's the governmental structure look like? I mean, do we want to play into it being like a barony? 
You can. You know, like it's a, I think that's cool. Yeah. It's very like basically there's a partially elected, partially blood noble sort of there's a few noble families, and yeah. you get to pick amongst those noble families as to who is the ruler. Okay. Right? And it's the nobles who vote on the nobles, really. It's... The nobles get to decide who runs them when they'll just vote for themselves? Yeah. I mean, there is, there is politicking to it, but yeah. Who's the tiebreaker? There's the always only an odd number of families. So if there's another family rises up, you kill them, or you kill one of the old ones. Well, it could happen like that, but these are very happy people, Sean. Yes. So the rich are not greedy here, is what you're telling me. They can. I mean, that's, you know, we can make them greedy. I, these these systems of government have existed and succeeded in the past. Mm, not okay. succeeded because they're all gone. But you know what I mean? They yeah. lasted for hundreds of years. Like, Gotcha. It, okay. Early, early monarchical. I mean, that's what the Parliament of England was. The Court of Lords, essentially. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I assume everyone has democracies, a president, and lawyers. Okay, do we want to do that? <laughs> no, no. Is this something fantastical and whimsical? Okay, what's like, a, okay? Tell me what. Like a barony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or some sort of tribunal. Ooh, the stuff of high fantasy. What's what is your high fantasy government that you want to implement? Um, a uh space alien. Okay, is mayor, <laughs> <laughs> and he sounds like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Welcome to my fantastical world. Bravo! No, I, I like your noble idea better because it makes more sense, and and I don't have an alternative. <laughs> We'll go with it's called settling, folks. It's what my wife did. Yeah, it's um, called moving... settlements, folks. We're building some. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, Turn okay. it around. Are you sure you want like a feudal barony where? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure that was my idea. If we go back and look at the tape, it was definitely. I, I had 100%. I think I said barony. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we've got government. We've got resource. Yeah, We've got a, a little bit of an economy. We've got a, a at least a cultural aesthetic, very gothic. Mm -hmm, Key mm -hmm. figures. Key figures. A lot of those, especially Love. with all the families and whatnot. Doctor Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein. Okay, but for real, Doctor Herbert Frankenstein. Herbert Frankenstein. Nothing to do with Frankenstein's monster. He he's a psychologist. He's a psychologist, or there is so much lightning in this place it's it's always raining <laughs> just always strikes his house <laughs> constant, so he's like fuck this he's, so no, he puts a say, rod hang on, up hang on he's a meteorologist <laughs> yes <laughs> okay but like his house keeps getting struck by lightning so he puts a rod up to like uh -huh, negate uh -huh. it and he realizes that he can capture lightning and he starts like harnessing the power of lightning to do crazy shit like make dead people no no um <laughs> like make light bulbs He's Benjamin Franklin Thomas Edison. He captures lightning in jars. <laughs> it's perfect. That's fantastic. Like early okay, electricity is beginning to be developed in this rain place. I like that. It's a good use of the storms. Yeah. Okay. 
Sorry. And there's also mm-hmm. um there is a animal. There's an a very strange a very noteworthy animal in the region. Love it. It is a lobster on fire. No, it's it's a white bison. Oh, that's so beautiful. And what this is, it's a very old druid that had something to do with the vampire going away and they're watching over the land. I love these characters so much. Yes. Okay. But they just exist outside of the town and like the environment. In the wilds. In the natures. Yeah, sometimes you're saved by a white bison. God. Yeah, a white bison will just show up and then like Harry Potter's dad in the prisoner of Azkaban. Spoiler alert, it was Harry. <laughs> so if so so escalating this, Druid was involved with the vampire. Escalating? I'm going to set this on fire. The white bison is on fire. <laughs> oh no, my one plan. I was going to say. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think you're onto something with like, if the druid was involved with the vampire before he was put away and helped seal him away, was mm-hmm. the vampire using the druid to create this crazy weather? Could have been. Could have been some sort of... Is part of the curse, um, but also realizes it's not a curse. Yes. And because of that, the druid can't actually leave. Yeah, he's bound to this place. Yeah, or she, or they. They, thank you. You sexist fuck. I'm you sorry. cis white male scum. <laughs> Kidding. Bison can be women too. That's true. <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. So the druid is like, the druid was kind of captured and forced to be the source of this crazy cursed weather and was bound to this region of the world by the vampire. But when the vampire is defeated, the druid is still behind. So the druid mm-hmm. remembers, but nobody else. Yeah, the druid endures. The who? The druid endures. Endures. Sorry, endures, not endures. Got not it. inside. I was, I was, did you see how confused I was? Yeah, I could see it physically. Yes. And mentally. And emotionally. And spiritually. <laughs> so we got the buffalo. We got mm-hmm. the top, we got Herbert Frankenstein, uh-huh, uh-huh. the electric meteorologist. Uh, what else we got? The electric meteorologist. Um, <laughs> we also well, actually it's your turn. We're going turns. You create the next one, and I'll get the one after that. It is a blue hedgehog. Oh, I like where this is going. Who goes really, really fast? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Let me guess. He's got he's got like fuck tons of attitude. Yeah, he's got a real and he definitely speaks common. And he loves chili dogs. Yeah. He's super into like he's like oh, put ground him. beef on this sausage and put it in a bun, please. <laughs> That's my jam. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Like legit. Like this. There's just a cursed hedgehog who there's became a very sentient. Fast head. You're putting Sonic in our Barovia nightmare world. Yeah, there, there's a Sonic here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. There's Sonic here too. His friend, a two-tailed fox named Miles Prower. Okay, yes. Uh, and, I- <laughs> and there's this weird-shaped fat guy who's always chasing them out of town trying uh, to get their magic gems. Dr. Oblong. 
Uh, we call him uh, Dr. Eggtastic. Because <laughs> his body is shaped somewhat like an egg. <laughs> Am I being too absurd with my one? No, no, no. I love it. I love it. Let's explore this definitely original concept. Not Sonic. Yeah, you're right. I did say Sonic. You said Sonic. Who said Sonic? No Sonic. Stop saying Sonic. <laughs> okay, so... Okay. We've got, for some reason, a hedgehog. Uh, mm-hmm. Experiment gone wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe he was struck by some of that f- random stray lightning. And he got real really, quick. Really, really fast. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. 100% accurate. That's accurate. There's just a, a speedy little hedgehog. And then he escaped. And there's just this fucking fast hedgehog. That turned blue because of the lightning, because that's what lightning does when it. Happens. Of course, obviously. Go outside and te- don't don't go outside and test that. I've um, seen the science. Yeah, checks it out. stands up. Just don't te- don't don't question it. Just agree with us. Um, yeah. Lightning makes you blue. Don't pre- don't don't test. It. He was building a hadron collider. <laughs> In the basement. <laughs> In his basement near the vampire. <laughs> near the yeah yeah right. It goes vampire hadron collider town. Yeah. White buffalo. Super fast hedgehog. Yeah, mm-hmm. that works. <clears throat> this kingdom's awesome, mm-hmm. especially because it's it's got a rad hedgehog running around. I, so the cool. hedgehog I don't think needs further defining. That is on the dungeon masters. Well, it's already pretty much defined. It's had like seven or eight video games at this point. No, this is what I mean. I didn't say Sonic. You said I could Sonic. envision it having potential video game yes. franchise. Uh, if a company called Nintendo, Sega Nintendo, wanted to reach out, possibly. Sega. But, uh... <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn now. <laughs> yes. There is a carnival. I love carnival. That happens in this town. Okay. Exists in this town. Actually, it's a staple uh, product of this town. They okay. are the, whatever this town's name is, uh, Carnival Troupe. We haven't named it yet. I just thought we should throw it out there before we add some beloved characters from probably name the town other companies' the IPs. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we can name it Green Hill Zone. I guess, is the kingdom called the Wetlands? Are we sticking with that, or is that just a region name? Oh, I, I was just describing the land, but if you want to call it the Wetlands, we can. I kind of love it as a name. Okay. So I so I like literal names sometimes just to be like like people would it's like when they call it Greenfield or Green Hill Zone yeah. or Red Rocks like gotcha. yes those rocks are red good job good on you well good name <laughs> that is Riverboro yeah like those things are real things but then we got to name the town. the town okay mm, town name we could call it. I do want to back up and just say that one of the noblemen is a big fat guy who has a thing for that hedgehog. He's obsessed with it. He wants to. He wants it. to like hunt it and capture it and put it on its wall. He thinks that it's like okay. There's if I can capture this hedgehog, then I can figure out the true potential of this magic that Doctor Frankenstein is missing. Yeah. Or just mounted on the wall. That's a better. Doctor Humphrey Eggman. Humphrey Eggman, he's here. That's the. I did it. I forced, it. I forced it on you. And a Sonic Hedgehog. 
No, a super speedy hedgehog. The, the fast hedgehog. A lightning hog, if you will. <laughs> oh my god. Gotta run quick! <laughs> oh yeah, he also sounds like a middle-aged man who's been smoking quite a bit. <laughs> oh, I love that. <sighs> Fucking Christ. This is your this this is this is perfect. Um what do we what do we want to call this place? We'll call it Walden Waldenton. Waldenton? Wall Wallen Wallen Ville. Wallenville? I like Wal Wallington. It's very yeah, hard to say. It's not a good name. <laughs> Doesn't roll off the tongue as well as Green Hill Zone. Um <laughs> What about I keep wanting to say Witcher names. Yeah, like what, what about, about like... Vangenberg? <laughs> say what? Vangenberg. What about Windfrost? Windfrost? This sounds stormy. It sounds snowy. All right, all right, all right. Old Hollow? Old Hollow's not bad, actually. Especially given the pre-state it was in before it became a city. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to rebuild this Old Hollow. And people are like, oh, it's called Old Hollow. And you're doing an Old Hollow. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a cool that's, name that I came up with. That's, it's, that's it's better Walden than, I was going to call it Windfrost. <laughs> It's two brothers. One was going to call it Walden Wild. One was going to call it Windfrost. I wanted to name it Green Hill Zone, but I was overruled. <laughs> we stuck with Old Hollow. Okay, so the town of Old Hollow. Yeah, that's good. <gasps> what about... No. We can't name it Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name it Old Hollow. Old Hollow's good. Old Hollow's good. Okay, okay. So we got the Kingdom of Old Hollow next to the Kingdom of Corona. The town of Old Hollow. In the kingdom of mm -hmm. wetlands, next to the kingdom of Corona. Yes, beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's called the old old hollow circus. The old hollow circus. Yeah, circus. Circus. That's that's our carnival. Is the circus? Okay. Yeah, the carnival. So, so tell us more about the carnival. They are a bunch of really good performers. It's just a stationary uh, attraction to bring in people. So there's nothing. I love it. Oh. I'm escalating it. It's also their thieves' guild. <gasps> I love it. And it's on fire. <gasps> fire thieves are such effective thieves. No, they're just, uh, they bring in, they lure people in, like steal from them a little bit, you know, like carnivals do. Love it. But it's also where, like, their thieves' guild uses it as a, a, front. a front. Yeah. 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 It started as like just stealing from the tourists, but they kind of like, you know, diversified a little bit. And they're like, carnivals are so much fun, love performing, but also like we can steal from people and make some money too. Well, they also started getting attention because they were like, oh, it's a carnival here. And they started getting more renowned performers. And now it's like a, a genuinely good carnival, and like performers and circus and all that stuff. But Ooh. also it's still a den of thieves. <laughs> the old hollow circus. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And their their guildmaster's name is Wampum the Clown. Wampum the Clown. 
Tell us more about what. Uh, he's a bit of a hard to read figure on account of being a clown. Um, he's got these two scars on either side of his mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, tell wins. us more about the joke. I mean, wampum. No, what are you. Wampum. wampum. You talking more about your IP? Um, uh, this is original content I'm coming up with. Yeah. Uh, so Wampum, he's, he's, uh, no one knows his real name because he just, he showed up in this clown makeup and he's real mysterious. Doesn't talk about it much. Just sort of a crazy dude. Oh, and he's real got good green at He's got green, <laughs> he's got okay. green hair and a purple suit. Do you know, want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> yeah, he loves telling people that but it's always different it's a weird different story every time. he does yeah. this weird trick with a pencil you have to see it it's really cool <laughs> also he burns half the money why do you do that i want that money <laughs> 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 fuck you fuck you wampum <laughs> oh, this is a good episode this is a good episode all original content all the time 100 okay so Wampum the Clown came out of nowhere, established this carnival. He really did. He did. He just really want to do a carnival. But then the no, thing think, started happening. I think the carnival was already like a thing. It was already running. And he came in and like made it an actual guild of thieves. OK, so he, he turned it. He said, <laughs> he said, Old Hollow deserves a better class of criminal. <laughs> And then he, uh, oh no, sorry, sorry, I misquoted. He said, Ode Hollow deserves a better class of carnival. <laughs> legally distinct. Keeping yeah, it legally different. Distinct. It's perfect. Okay. All right. So Wampum showed up and kind of turned the carnival into a bit of a thieves guild. It's still a carnival. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. And like, oh. <laughs> like, Wampum's always at all the like, like, lord events like the big fancy noble events he's always there and everyone's like why do they bring this guy because he never does like a good act but he yeah. has like dirt on the nobles because he's part of the thieves guild like, yeah he's got one of them in his pocket yeah he's he's, he's like always invited mm -hmm. but he never does clown shit he just shows up dressed as a clown and it's really weird for everyone yeah it's never seen without the clown makeup yeah there's always a weird dude dressed as a clown at every big event Oh, and a little legally distinct um, visual. He has a hat that's a top hat, but the top hat is like open like a can a little bit, okay. like half of it. Love it. So it has that open top. So that's different. Yeah. <laughs> they can't sue us now. What color is the top hat? Uh, it's a black and white checkered. Okay, nice. Good shout. You, you thought I was going to say uh, Dr. Seuss colors. I I was waiting for you to... Get us back into being sued territory. <laughs> oh, I don't know of any criminal clowns that wear hats. I just so I think we're good. You're good. You've saved it as you mm -hmm. always do. Mm -hmm. OK, I think we did a good job. here. Yeah, we kicked the shit out of these kingdoms. We fucked this town up. Yeah. In a good way. We There's, made it nice. Yeah. Corona has plenty of ammunition now as well to use against them. Like they're like, yeah, you ever been to that weird carnival? The creepy scar clown? Like, these people are strange. I don't 100% love the sentence, Corona has a lot of ammunition. You're right. That's terrible. Especially with the state of the world. <laughs>
but Corona is the bad guy it. in this story. That's so true. That's good. Yes, as it is in all stories. Hmm. The, I, if we've defined this world, that means we move on to the next part of the show. Oh shit! There's more. There's another part. Oh god! Do you know what part that okay. is? Uh clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> more wampum backstory. <laughs> Yes, the wampum backstory portion. Yeah, all right, you kick it off. All right, the wampum backstory asks, uh, actually, no. You should probably attribute it to the actual person yeah. who said the I, question. I, I don't actually have a name for this one. Uh, this, I think, came in anonymous. Uh, but the question is, Ew. are there any races slash classes you put out of bounds for your players because they are too capable and make balancing with the rest of the party difficult? The DM for one of my groups doesn't allow variant human or the third level bear totem option of the totem barbarian, for example. So the things that we say no go on, Sean, uh, when we're dungeon mastering. Your DM's an asshole. Sorry, Josh, you were saying something? <laughs> no, that's that's honestly, uh, I, I probably wouldn't have used those exact words, but that's a that's a pretty correct response, Sean, I think. Yeah. The, th- the fucking best barbarian class isn't allowed in your game eat my whole dick and balls I will use these words <laughs> yes this is why you're here it's, you're, yeah. I mean many reasons why you're here. I'm Josh's anger translator <laughs> <laughs> he, Sean's right though like take Taking out variant, it's that's just a, it's a flex, is what it is, because you can balance to any of that as a dungeon master if you need to. There's she's no... saying I don't know how to balance encounters, so I'm gonna make sure you guys don't have fun playing. Yeah. If if the hate... if if somebody came up with this crazy homebrew like that, and and he wanted to differentiate there or like kind of react there, but just. Just saying something in the book is out of bounds because it's unbalanced. That's there's nothing in there that's. I will say. Yeah, I do understand that variant human is not a legitimate rule. It is a variant rule the DM can allow. That one is fine. If variant humans are completely overpowered because they get a free level one feat, I get that. But I don't give a shit. I think he's allowed to make that decision because it is stated in the book that it is a variant rule that the DM can choose to allow. Mm. So you're okay fine. with variant human killing? I, I, it's not personally what I would do, but I understand. Gotcha, gotcha. And allow, I would, I would be okay with that. The rules is written to allow him to make that call. Yes. I still think However, it's kind of a... It's kind of shitty. Because it, you know, I mean, if... If someone at my table was told they couldn't play a variant human and that was a game-breaking problem for them, probably not someone I'd want to play with anyways. But, you know, I'd probably be fine to let them play anyways. I'm just saying, if someone can't... If you said, hey, I don't know if I'm going to allow variant human, and then someone turned around and said, well, fuck you, I'm not playing at your table. You'd be like, oh, thank you, leave. Go yeah, yeah I, I get, like, if... But that's just extremes both ways. On the flip side, if somebody's like, I'm outright banning variant humans without having a conversation with somebody who wants to... it goes it, That goes for the DM as well. I likely wouldn't exactly. want to play at that DM's table if he was like, no variant humans, because you're all scumbags and, and jagoffs that are going to use it against me. 
most people who want to play a variant human don't aren't gonna you know what i mean like if you if one is if the player is going to be abusive of variant human as a race that's a whole other problem you exactly. need to you need to have a conversation with that player you shouldn't just outright ban the race but he's hoping to preempt that conversation yeah but that's lazy dm oh yeah fully all, all of this is lazy dming saying that you don't allow the best barbarian class in your game because you don't like it that's lazy dming yeah because it's fucking rad to have half damage from all sources it's, really it's the good. best time it's so much fun it's a blast you wander around being like oh big fucking idiot Hit me. Big time 10 out of 10. More Hit me. I love it. <laughs> However. And also, like, variant humans are neat because they allow people mm. to bring flavor into their humans. It's never for flavor, though. It's almost 100% never for flavor and always game-breaking. So, like, I want to have Great Weapon Master at level 1, or I want to have Lucky at the start of the game. That's not flavoring. Well, no. I... If I were to do that, it would be entirely flavor folks. And I know exactly I you're a weird you're a privileged being. perspective where I get to play with a bunch of role players who like, yeah. But again, that's back to like, if you're playing a war gaming table, you're all, you're all already min maxing against each other anyway. So who cares? That's if That's not all true. Cause you have to think about most tables, most D and D tables in the whole world are strangers meeting up on roll 20. Sure. Sure. Most okay. most people don't ever have people they know who will play D&D &D with them. They go to a gaming store or they get brought into a game by one person they know and there's a bunch of strangers there and they're the odd man out. Those are most D&D &D tables. Okay. You don't get the privilege to like, you know, play with all of your friends all the time like us. I know you would never do that. I can trust you as a person. I can trust most of the people I play with to not do that. But if I give that rule to a stranger who comes to my table, they're going to have a different reaction and based on that reaction. Oof. Yeah, I don't I just I for me like, you know, when we started Conundrum Company, I didn't know you guys that well. Like we got to know each other. I trusted you not to suck, and then if the person sucked that. after the fact, then we would have had a conversation. And you like Exactly. It, it, to me this ruling about variant humans is in bad faith. It is, and this is, you know, me being naive, I'm certain, but it is these people are going to come in attempting to min-max. These strange. That's exactly what it is. I know. I don't, I don't like that. As a dungeon master, I don't believe that I don't want to assume the worst of people. If they then do start to abuse it, then they're asked to leave the table or we have that conversation. I don't, I don't like to assume in bad faith about people. I guess is where where it, that's what it boils down to for me. Like, I, I, I get where you're coming from too. I get I where you're coming from. It. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, you going into that game, saying it's fine for now and we'll see. You know, like I'll bring it up if it becomes an issue. It's gonna cause this weird situation where. What down the road when it does become a problem, they're gonna be like, "Well, no one told me you allowed it, so it should be fine." Mm. And I guess my response to that is, if a person's going to be a problem about this, they're going to be a problem anyway, and yes, you're that, going that to was have to point. get rid of them. So it doesn't really matter if you're having the conversation about the variant human or not; they're going to be a problem, right? 
So I like what my point is. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I guess my perspective is I come in in good faith and if they're going to be a dick, that's going to manifest in multiple ways. And then we have the conversation, whether it's very human or not, that he's being a dick about. If somebody's going to be a problem, they're going to be a problem. Exactly. So yeah. why not put this rule up front and avoid all that? Well, because they're going to be a problem about something else. So are you going to make rules about every single thing that they could be a problem about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or are you going to just inevitably, when somebody is an asshole, have to address them? That's I know, I know my perspective is a little naive because it puts everybody at the table through a lot of crap. So I get where you're coming from, too. Catch it yeah. beforehand, right? And, and that's yeah, it's just... Maybe it's just my own unique perspective, but every time someone has played a variant human, mm-hmm. they were the worst person at the table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're always the person who tries to do everything and be they're trying to be a hero rather than be a character usually that's valid that's valid so, but i also get how a level one feat is really cool for some people they're like oh i can take linguist a yeah. level one badass yeah I, I, well I, you know there's you you have clearly had more experience with variant human players at your tabletop too i off the top of my head can't think of one at my table at my tabletop i can think of two that i've played alongside and they've never they were never a problem but again You're i was never si- i've never sat down in a game store to do a pickup game you know what i mean yeah so i when i when i've i've never had that experience so take what i'm saying with a grain of salt i'm just coming from the like lovey-dovey perspective sean <laughs> sean makes a, a good point that Maybe you do need to draw. I just, I wouldn't do it myself, but I also very closely like vet the people that we play with these days. Actually, well, that's the only one I really have a problem with. The the barbarian one shouldn't. No, it's a bad. Did, that shouldn't be taken away from the player. 100%. The only reason, the only reason I'm not okay with the, or I'm okay with his variant human rule call is because it's specifically a yeah. variant, and it says and, it in the book, like. Exactly. Mechanically and technically, you're correct. Like, I, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's... I wouldn't personally do this to somebody because I'm fine with it either way. I don't think, you know, I'm incapable of handling that issue when it becomes an issue. That's what I was going to say is like, yeah, knowing you as a dungeon master, you would overcome that, uh, yeah. which is another reason that I would be surprised. Would kill them. <laughs> yeah, you'd kill them or you would do something that like, like con- consistently limits it or you would just be like, nope, uh, when they try to pull bullcrap with it. Like, so I, and, and I think I would do the same thing. Like if they were pulling crap with it, it would just either be a conversation or then we've said this before, the next time they run into a, co- a counter or an encounter, mm-hmm. something that hard counters what they were doing is sitting in the room with them. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dungeon master. You have power in that space, at least to, to prepare for that. Yeah. There's ways to balance it. But again, if you're not as uh, practiced, you'll have to figure it out as you go. You can't always know exactly what you're in for when you start out. Yeah. Like Josh said. So you can allow things and then tell them at the time, if this becomes a problem, I have the right to change it later. I think that'll get around most people's, you know, discomfort with that conversation. It's You bring such a valuable perspective, though, of playing with people you don't know, Sean. That's 
It's yeah, because I've had I had to do that before I met a lot of you guys. Yeah, that's it was nightmare. Most people at those game stores bring variant humans because they're like, I'm gonna min max the shit out of this game. Yes, especially I, in Adventure League. Oh, really? Have you played? Yeah. I've never I've never played in Adventure League. I played a single game of Adventure League, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. Really? Everyone else at my table was a variant human. <laughs> I'm not kidding. God. Yeah. I think awful. I've always played with role players or people who were shy, and once I role played at them so hard, they just started role playing. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it just. I don't think I've. There have been a few ex- experiences where, like, I sat down and people were min maxi, and I did find it very irritating, but it yeah. never lasted very long because it completely disinterests me. That's true. Hmm. I will say, hmm. I don't restrict any of these races or classes or anything like that. I don't love when players pick Arakakra. Especially if they play monks, because I was like, I know what you're doing, and it's kind of shitty, and I don't like it. <laughs> but I'll allow it. I will be targeting you a lot. That's, That's my only caveat. It's like, you're the most visible thing in the air. I will be targeting you most of the time. And that's that's like prior conversation. Like when I've started up games, I'll say, okay, just so you're aware by selecting this race, the world will respond with such and such. Like the world will respond accordingly, just based on the way that this operates in the fantasy of the world. Like, yeah, that's your discretion as a DM. I mean, you could also say, as a variant human, you get access to these feats and not these feats. That's what I've seen other people do to correct it. Yeah, like give them a list of non-overpowered feats. You'd be like, no, oh, these are flavor feats. You can pick those. Yeah, which could it should work. If doesn't it doesn't, always. that's that red flag we're talking about. But and good points, Sean. Jeez, Louise. Good points yourself, Josh. Oh, gosh. Hey, if, if people have other really good questions like this one, thank you for asking, whomever you are. Where would they <laughs> send them, Sean? They would send them to loredumpquestions at gmail.com or at Instagram and Twitter at the Lordump. Ooh. You can even send them to our Discord if you're following us uh, at the Welcome In on twitch.tv slash the Welcome In. Subscribe to our channel. You can access to our Discord. You can go ahead and ask them in there. There's a special Lord Up section. You can go take a look in there, peep around, see what was going on, be like, hey, these are other questions. I'll drop mine in there. That was so good. That was well was. done. I was practicing. And and if for some reason, you, you've been working on something, right? You've been putting these on a, on a, a little, little something called the YouTube. If folks want the to watch YouTubes. it. The YouTubes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, YouTube.com. Slash There's a website world. invented by Drew Gooding. That was impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for having us in your ears today. Yes, your beautiful, uh, beautiful ears. I'm going to find the strangest way to say that and say it on the show. If that wasn't it, I'm going to keep looking. But Is that going to be your sign-off? Something along those lines? Thank you for welcoming us into your ear holes. <laughs> Boobadoo boo. Oh, okay. I guess they're playing me off. <laughs> Boobadoo boo. I want to thank the Academy. Boobadoo boo boo boo.
sir. Ah, I'm being assaulted. <laughs> wow. I think that went well. Me too. Okay. You do? I do. Okay. I like the part okay with you in it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is this? The fucking notebook? <laughs> You think you I want all used, of you. You think you, would, you think you would be used to it by now. Yeah, you think so, huh? And yet here you are. Yeah, Josh. Accept my soft boyness. <laughs> you want to talk about accepting compliments? This episode's gonna get a lot longer. <laughs> I'm still recording. Come at me, sir. Alright, where do I begin? Oh no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. I'm too soft for this. Oh no! Oh!